Okay, so my friend released a super inspiring video on social media, and I've been looking at it over and over to see if there are any signs at all that the worst was yet to come. Listen to it for yourself and tell me, could you have guessed that he was about to fail? Yo, it's going down, especially going down. I am doing the 40-day challenge. Every day, I'm going to record and post cool-ass video content every single day. And then he even says, And if I don't do it, it means I'm dead. So come and look for me because I'm doing it every single day. Okay. I'm really excited about it. Super duper duper excited. Yeah, follow me on this journey. It's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. Let's go. That's it. Right, peace. So imagine my surprise when the very next day, he just disappears. And he takes the video down. And he stops answering my texts. Today we are reading from the Book of Mental Health. You are listening to Make Art Not Content, brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face, themselves. Enroll today at makeartnotcontent.com. He finally got back to me at around 5 p.m. the next day. I'll just read you the text. 507. Bro, I'm here. 522. I think I'm having an existential crisis. 635. I'm worried about life and about money and about my progress. The Pendulum of Doubt. So, why does this happen? Why do artists keep going from high on life to depressed? It's because they don't take care of their greatest artistic asset. The thing that you got to protect at all costs is your state of mind. If your state of mind is peaking, then you're killing it. You're in flow. You're prolific. You're unstoppable, on fire. But the moment your state of mind falters, it's over. Nothing's getting done. State of mind is everything. It's not just athletes, doctors, and intellectuals who need to be thinking about this stuff either. You need to be obsessed about it too. So how do you nurture it? How do you keep your state of mind sharp? How do you do self-care? Well, one thing for sure is you don't do it by taking long bubble baths and watching documentaries all weekend. All that normal people self-care bullshit will only sink you further into self-loathing. Self-loathing. And you certainly don't do it by going on social media over and over for hours at a time. Like, do you realize that every time you reach for your phone, you're basically saying to the universe, No, I have no desire at all of reaching flow today. I mean, unless you're going on Instagram to enact a carefully predetermined plan to drop a few bombs to feed the audience that gives you life, well, you're building a brick wall between you and what used to be your tremendous potential. Are you okay with that? The best self-care you can give yourself as an artist is to come out of your comfort zone right now and go do something to remind yourself why you're incredible. Go create. Because all that thinking is solving nothing. Think after you create. Because your money problems won't go away just by you dwelling on them. And you're not going to get any better at your craft just by daydreaming about it. 
People get so triggered when they hear me say do more. But saying do more when you're talking about creating more art isn't like saying work more hours on Wall Street. Making art elevates you. Making art heals you. No, it's because you're not making art that you feel like shit. It's because you've morphed your relationship with art from something beautiful and spiritual into drudgery, into something cumbersome. You turned it into an act of duty, for Christ's sakes, instead of an act of love. Everyone that's fucked up inside when I talk to them is always the same problem. Not enough volume. They're not finishing any work. They've stopped dropping bombs. Most of the people who come to me frustrated haven't even started. They're still at the thinking stage. They're still pondering. No wonder you have self-doubt. No wonder you have imposter syndrome. You're right. The next thing you make may suck. So hurry up and find out if it actually does. Hurry up and figure out how much it sucks. Does it suck and it's not salvageable? Or does it suck but with time it could be a work of genius? Why are you endlessly thinking about things that you could just go find out about? Who convinced you that this was okay? You've wrapped yourself up in a bubble of self-fulfilling prophecies, bro. Why are you already telling yourself that something that you haven't even created might not be good? And furthermore, <laughs> when you make things, why are you so surprised when it doesn't turn out perfect on the first try? And why is it that when it doesn't work out, your whole existence comes into question? It's called the creative process, not the creative magic wand. If you can tell that something that you made sucks, then believe you me, that means that you're winning. Why? Because it means that you have taste. And all you have to do now is keep iterating until your art matches your taste. It's not hard. It's fun. If you let it be fun, maybe you've been looking at things all wrong. Here are 13 signs that you're looking at things all wrong. Let me find this list. Number one, you sleep in. Number two, you think it's all about you. Number three, you eat sugar. <laughs> Number four, you think making art and breathing are different. Number five, you think that meditating is for other people. Number six, you approach social media, especially Instagram, without a clear vision of how you want to use it to improve your life or your business. Number seven, you think that any of this will be around in a hundred years. Number eight, you think being right is a bigger win than being compassionate. Number nine, you haven't started an email list to communicate with your audience, or you have one, but you don't use it. Number 10, you think that copying someone else's creativity is being creative. Number 11, you're afraid of getting sick and you're afraid of actually living. Number 12, you don't anticipate your highs like you anticipate your lows. Number 13, 
You don't believe that you can make a difference. Well, work on these 13 points and you will.